The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. CRY is the Centre for Cardiac Risk. It's based in Tala University Hospital and it aims to help young people who've been affected by hereditary cardiovascular complications. Uh, joining me now uh, to explain the brilliant work which the charity CRY does is Deirdre Ward, Consultant Cardiologist and Director of CRY. Deirdre, good morning and welcome. Thank you very much, Pat. Now, uh, explain exactly what you do. Well, what we do, uh, I suppose the, the Cry Charity, first of all, was set up by a couple, Michael and Mary Green, who lost their son to sudden cardiac death in 1996. He was only 15 years of age at the time, um, and he had a very brief period of feeling unwell and uh, the day after his junior cert results and died within a couple of hours of onset of symptoms. And at the time, they found it was very hard to get answers as to why this happened, whether there was something else that other people in the family could be at risk from, and there was no support services for families. So they set up the Cry Charity in 2002 to try and address these issues. And the charity is is still ongoing, and I'm a trustee of the charity. And the, the pillars of the charity are to raise awareness of sudden cardiac death in young people and the possibility of inherited cardiac conditions to provide um, emotional support for bereaved families or people who've been diagnosed with one of these conditions and to support uh, a service for uh, assessing families. And at the time when they set up the charity, there was no service in Ireland for uh, assessing people for these cardiac conditions. So I suppose maybe to briefly explain, when somebody dies suddenly from a cardiac arrest in an older person, it's much more likely because of a heart attack, a blockage in a blood vessel. Um, And that's obviously due to a number of issues like high cholesterol, uh, diabetes, smoking, and some familial components. But this can happen in younger people as well, can have cardiac arrests. And obviously there have been some high profile events like um, Christian Eriksen having a cardiac arrest and being successfully resuscitated. And in a younger person, it's much less likely to be due to a blockage and it's more likely to be due to a heart muscle or a heart electrical condition. And in about 50% of these cases, it's inherited and therefore one in two family members may also be at risk. These so, are rare conditions. Yeah. So, so it's on foot of um, an issue which materialises in a family that maybe other family members then have to be screened. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, these events, are they necessarily fatal events that give rise to the investigation or, you know, can people be resuscitated using um, defibrillators, that kind of thing? They can indeed, absolutely. And certainly that that's something that we have made a lot of progress in Ireland over the years is the availability of defibrillators and uh, increased bystander CPR if somebody has a cardiac arrest. And obviously some people don't have a cardiac arrest as their first symptom. They may have other symptoms such as um, inability to exercise because of breathing issues, palpitations, unexplained loss of consciousness, but they recover and they can sometimes be investigated and diagnosed in advance of a fatal event and they can be protected by internal defibrillators, something like a pacemaker that they have internally that can actually protect them. Because uh, we have all of these what they call AEDs, automatic or automated external defibs, uh, which you see all over the place these days, which is a, a welcome development. 
Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people, uh, a lot of communities have now several of these external defibrillators and have fundraised a lot to, to supply them. And they have obviously been used to very successful effect in a lot of situations now across the country. Now, the the kind of conditions that are inherited, uh, maybe there are many, but uh, can you give us an example? Yeah, the most common one would be an inherited heart muscle problem. So cardiomyopathy is the word we use for heart muscle problems. And the most common one is a thing called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. And this is where you have a genetic issue and the heart muscle grows thicker than normal. And we estimate that about one in 500 of the population may may carry a gene for this condition. And thankfully, the vast majority will live to old age and die from something else. But unfortunately, if you have the condition, you do have an increased risk of sudden death. And particularly if the heart muscle has grown a lot thicker than normal or if it has other effects on blood flow out of the heart as well. People are concerned about sport uh, because we have had uh, situations where uh, very young athletes have actually uh, collapsed and and some have not made it. And uh, there's a question then about whether uh, the use of stimulants, you know, caffeine drinks or caffeine powders or steroids uh, can impact on the heart. Uh, Not necessarily of someone who's got a vulnerability that might be inherited, but just an ordinary fit person. Yeah, there's, there's, certainly we know if somebody has a heart condition, we would counsel against using any of those kind of high stimulant uh supplements around exercise or at any other time it's always very hard to prove causality i suppose and and information isn't always collected when somebody dies suddenly as to whether or not they did have exposure to any of these either energy drinks or pre-workout supplements but there is a concern um, and certainly it has led to restricted availability to young people in some countries um, and previously banned in some eu countries which were then reversed because of a lack of of definite evidence so evidence is, is hard to come by but I would always have a little bit of, of uh, hesitancy in seeing young people going around consuming high volumes of these high sugar and high caffeine or high stimulant yeah. uh, drinks and supplements. And, and what about the steroids that uh, some people use for muscle building and all of that? Yeah, they often have a, a delayed effect on the heart. You would sometimes see, maybe not while they're taking them, but you know, 5, 10, 15 years down the line, they can develop severe heart muscle problems. So the heart itself becomes very enlarged and they can have heart failure problems. So a lot of breathing issues, swollen ankles and a risk of sudden death. And sometimes, obviously, there, these steroids can be present in um, supplements that they're not aware that they're taking steroids. So some people knowingly inject steroids, but sometimes they can ingest steroids unknowingly from products as well. Now, you mentioned uh, something that would be very visible, like swollen ankles. Yeah, I mean, this would be probably at a later stage and swollen ankles would often be when somebody is also aware of breathing issues when they're active and and that sort of thing. So, you know, it's part of when the heart is enlarged and not pumping properly. It has a a back pressure effect on the lungs, but also on the veins and and swollen ankles is probably one of the first signs of that. But there are lots of other reasons why people have swollen ankles as well, which is not related to a a heart concern. Now, are smartwatches useful in, in any of these situations? They certainly can help to detect rhythm disturbance um, and the, the newer iterations of the smartwatches are actually almost as good as medical grade monitors at picking those up. Um, for the most part, it's probably regular heartbeats that increase the risk of stroke that are probably most reliably picked up by these. But occasionally they would identify abnormal heart rhythms in young people as well who might not have been aware of it. And uh, when you do the testing to see if there might be a heritable condition, is it a sort of a DNA genetic test? 
Well, DNA is certainly part of it. I mean, we would certainly we would usually start with clinical tests, so an ECG tracing the electrical activity in the heart, an ultrasound or echo of the heart, and possibly an exercise test. But if there is a sign, we need to to know that there is definitely a condition in the family, and then we can do gene testing, and that can give us the answer in up to fifty percent of individuals. So finally, uh, people might, on foot of our conversation, want to uh, know more about CRY. What do they do? Um, they can go on the, the website, www.crycry.ie is the, the website for the charity, and they can get more information there. Dr. Deirdre Ward, consultant cardiologist and director of the CRY Centre at Tala University Hospital. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m on news talk